Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. Today we begin our ninth season, and today's episode is brought to you in part by the financial support of our listeners. And I want to thank Robert so much for sending along a one-time donation through support.greatdetectives.net. And you can support the show also by mailing in a donation to P.O. Box 15913, Boise, Idaho, 83715. And you can also become one of our ongoing Patreon supporters at patreon.greatdetectives.net. Now it's time for today's episode of Not Beat. This episode aired December the 28th of 1951, and this one is The Expectant Father. You see microphone as Randy Stone on Night Beat. But first, let me take a moment to tell you about two of Sunday's great shows on NBC. This Sunday, the big show will feature Joan Davis, Fred Allen, Georgia Gibbs, Johnny Johnston, Gertrude Berg, and your charming hostess, Tallulah Bankhead, with Meredith Wilson directing the orchestra and chorus. Then later Sunday, Theater Guild on the Air presents James Hilton's famous story, Goodbye, Mr. Chip. Stay tuned to NBC, the leader in radio programming. Now it's Nightbeat on NBC. NBC presents transcribed... Frank Lovejoy in Night Beat. Hi, this is Randy Stone. I cover the Night Beat for the Chicago Star. Now imagine this scene to yourself. You're sitting at the typewriter in the city room. There's nobody around. You're just finishing a real good yarn about an old lady and how she pioneered in the Middle West. The typewriter's clacking merrily on its way when a guy walks in. A fellow reporter. Slightly tipsy. Overcoat, tie, collar unfastened, and he flops down beside you. He throws his hat on your desk. And his hair looks like it had just come back from a Florida hurricane. Hello. Ben, you look awful. Peculiar, I feel awful. Ben, what's the trouble? This is Hilda's great moment. Hey, no kidding. I just came for her. Well. Yeah, I was leaving home. She called the hospital herself. You know, I wouldn't feel so nervous, only nothing like this ever happened to me before. Why aren't you down at the hospital? (laughs) Not for me. All those guys walking the floor, reading magazines upside down, smoking. Besides, I'm a jinx. A jinx? Las Vegas. She was playing blackjack. She was winning. I sat down beside her. She started to lose. I left the table. She came away winners. I better stay away. Jinx like me. Oh, that's batty. Having babies is a natural sequence of things. Women and babies. From here on, I'm daddy. Father. Papa. Look at me, Randy. Do I look old enough to be a papa? How long has she been at the hospital? About a half an hour. What are you doing? I'm trying to get out some copy. No, forget it. Four o'clock deadline. So have I. I'll take care of your copy. You go on to the hospital. I'm driving myself crazy. I just came from there. Guys pacing the floor, reading magazines upside down, smoking. Ah, give me another cigarette. This tastes lousy. <laughs> Here. Thanks. Um, 
Listen, come on downstairs to the bar, huh? Uh, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, sit down. Thought you wanted to get a drink. No, I, I gotta make a phone call. Can I use your phone? Thanks. Fingers like a thumb. Seven, nine, oh, eight. Uh, no, I can't dial this thing. All right, give it to me. What's the number? Never mind, I'll get the operator. Hello, operator, get me Anderson 79082, please. Uh, uh, eight, two, yeah, thanks. You've got a paperclip. Paperclip? Paperclip, paperclip. Well, sure, sure. Hey, uh, what for? Kill me, I like to bend paperclip. <laughs> Hello? D- Dr. Weiss, please. Uh, W-E-I-S-S, Weiss. Uh, thanks. Stupid woman, she's been here for ten years and she doesn't know. Uh, yeah? Give me the floor, nurse. I-, I don't know what floor. I wasn't even at the hospital when they brought her in. I, I don't even know the room number. Milton Weiss. Dr. Milton Weiss. Huh? Not on the staff. Now, look, what's the pitch, lady? You crazy or something? He's not on the staff. What hospital is this, huh? Uh. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Wrong hospital. I I looked on the hospitals in the phone book. They got little black dots from the names to the number. I... Guess I must have followed along. All right, all right. Now calm down, will you? I'll calm down when either I get a drink or a baby. What hospital is he in? Uh, Michael Reese. Give me the phone. Oh, uh, yeah. What was his name? Oh. Never mind, I remember. <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, Dr. Weiss, please. Yes, thank you. Wrong hospital. I've heard of nervous fathers, but I never. Oh, <laughs> hello. Yes. In delivery. Oh, I see. Uh, I just wanted to report on Mrs. Ben Troy. Please. Oh, I see. Well, thank you. Now, they can't ring the room. What do you mean? Well, they can't ring the room. There's no phone calls. That's the order. And Dr. Weiss is in delivery. Well, what's he doing in delivery with Hilda sick like that? Maybe he's in with Hilda. What? Is that what they said? He was in the delivery room with Hilda? Is, is Hilda having the baby? That's not what they said. All they said was they couldn't ring the room, and the doctor is in delivery. Then they're going to come and get you with a jacket if you don't calm down. Uh, uh, let, let, let's go down for a drink. What are you sitting around for? You're the one who wanted to make a phone call. Don't argue with I'm me. I'm coming. Hey. Yeah. Hand me a paperclip. wasn't my idea. It was somebody's idea. She wants a family. I, I can't blame her. I want a family, too. I wish I were having a baby. I, I wish we could trade places right now. Have another drink. That's a good suggestion. Hey, Bill. One more over here, huh? Brothers. I give you two to one. It's a boy. That's only even odds. Are you kidding? Well, let me be a sucker. Two to one. That's no deal. Why not? I'm not betting against myself. You boy crazy? You know why I want a boy? So I can keep him out of this business. <laughs> what does Hilda want? Hilda wants a girl. Naturally. They're nice, too. 
Give me a nickel. You just called. Relax, will you? Relax, relax. So what? So your wife's having a baby. Relax. Take it easy. Your worrying about it isn't going to do any good. If she dies... Don't talk silly. Randy, sir, help me. If she dies... She won't die. If she dies, sir, help me, Randy. An hour from now, you'll sit back and laugh about what you're doing right now. Yeah, an hour from now. What time is it? Uh, 10.35. Exactly. 10.36. 10.36. Get yourself loaded. I can't get loaded. I could drink 50 of these and never get loaded. Nothing could load me up right now. Nothing. Randy? You ever meet Hilda? Well, once she was down here looking for you, we had a little talk. She's a pretty nice girl, huh? Oh, very. You know how we met? We met on a blind date. I called for her, and we went out, and we stayed out all night, dancing, eating, drinking. I was drunk. I was so drunk, I asked her to marry me. That drunk? I don't mean I wouldn't have asked her to marry me if I went sober. I mean, the first night I meet her, and all that, you know? I love at first sight. Talk about fast decisions. What do you say? Drink up. Are you trying to get me drunk? Yeah. Okay, I just want to know. You look better already. Annie? Yeah. You realize she could be dead now? Listen. She I... could have died just a minute ago, 30 seconds ago. I meet sitting in a bar getting stiff. Ben. Give me a nickel. Here. Come on. What for? I can't operate the pay funds. It's too complicated. Come on. If she's dead... Will you stop talking like that? You remember the number? No. I'll get information. Hold it, hold it. What for? Well, somebody is using the booth. Oh, that's nerve. All right, let's finish up the drink. Yeah, sauce probably talking to a friend about a woman. And my wife is dying. Your wife isn't dying. Come on. How do you know? Sit down. All I want to know is how do you know she isn't dying? She could be dead right now, and how, how would you know she wasn't? Ben, sit down, will you? You know something, Randy? What? Hilda and I fight sometimes. Oh, everybody has tips. Tips? This was a lot more than a tip. We had a real out-and-out drag-out fight. I, I, don't, I, I don't mean with fists. With words. Bitternesses were exchanged. I called her names. How low can a man get after a woman sleeps for you for so long and you... you Turn around and you call her every name in the book. Quit beating your breast. It would serve me right if she died. It would serve me right. Ben. Give me a nickel. He's not out of the phone booth yet. Good luck. This is an emergency. Ben, come back here. If he doesn't know an emergency when he sees it. All right. You're tough long enough. Come on, out. Out, I said. I can't look. Get out of there. This is an emergency. My wife is dying. I, I'm trying to call a hospital. Get out the phone. What's the idea of keeping the phone so long? You're crazy or something? It could be an emergency. All right, all right. You don't need to get excited. Don't need to get excited. Take it easy. Take, take it easy. He, uh, he's big. Yeah, with one hand, brother. <laughs> you and who else? Bully. He uses his size to lord it over everybody. Yeah. Finish your drink. You're trying to get me drunk. Anything. I'm not going to get drunk. Well, you must have had three before you came to the office. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to get any drunker. Randy? Uh, that's the name. Take it a boy. <laughs> I'll do my best. You know, I came this close to being on the first string of the football team at school. 
Some guy beat me out. Oh, he'll be on the first team, though, huh? A backfield man. No lineman. No, not a lineman to get his brains beat out. Maybe it'll be a girl. To marry some slob who can't make a living? Or a millionaire. A rat of a millionaire? A spoiled playboy? No, no, not my daughter. Uh, the guy just got out of the phone booth. No, give me a nickel. Your pockets are full of my nickel. Well, come on, I, I need a good diamond. I'm coming. Oh, I'm drunk. Hang on. You know, it's the dizziest bar I've ever been in. Well, I'll hold the door. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. Almost got it. There. Yeah. I'll do it. Where's the dial? Right here. <laughs> Thanks. You're a good guy. How can you see all those blood numbers? I'm remarkable. You better close the door. Come on. It's tough enough, two of us in a phone booth without closing the door. No, wait a minute. Be quiet. I think somebody answered. Hello? What? What, hosp- what hospital? Uh, hold the wire a minute. What's the name of the hospital? Michael Reese. Oh, uh, that's what she said, Michael Reese. You check. Hello? Hello? Uh, get me Dr. Weiss, please. Thank you. <laughs> Polite. Oh, swell. I'll see you. Uh, no, no. We'll stick around. It's getting hard to breathe. Quiet, will you? Hello? Hello, doctor? Doctor, this is Ben Troy. I, I'm calling about my... What? What? Are, are you kidding? No, say it again. No, I don't believe it. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Well? A drink, quick. Tell me. A boy. Ah, congratulations. Thanks. What's the matter? You look sick. There's one more to go. What? One more to go. One more to go. You mean? Twins. Let's get out of the phone booth. I need a drink. He needs a drink. Twins. That calls for a double. My friend Ben was a new father of twins. One twin born, the other on the way. Ben kept ordering one drink after another, and I couldn't find it in my heart to dissuade him. After a while, the bar cleared of all but us and the bartender. What is life? It's a good question. Life is an ebb and a flow. True. I feel philosophic. But don't be philosophic. You're a father. Be proud. Proud of what? A baby I never met? I'm worried about Hilda. Oh, everything is going to be... I shouldn't have done it. Done what? I'm in love. Well, if you want to sit here and knock yourself out... Randy? Randy, I've got to tell you something. If I don't tell somebody, I'm going to go nuts. Well, tell me. Never mind. Okay, forget it. All right, I'm a rat. Does she know? Oh, well, she has an idea. Randy, I... I don't love her. What's that? Say that again? And something else, I'll be frank with you. Why? It sounds terrible, but Randy, I don't want to be a father. I've been talking myself into it, but I don't want to be a father. Well, it does a lot for two people to have a couple of kids around. If I wasn't so loaded, I wouldn't be telling you this, you know. Well, spill it out, then. Like I say, 
Hilda and me, we, we fight. We always fight. Now, that's crazy because Hilda's a wonderful girl, and when I get away from the house and look at the whole thing objectively, there's nothing to fight about. It's just that we don't get along. No, you don't. You, you think you do, but you don't. And when I have words with Hilda, I want somebody to talk to. So, so I go to this other woman. You see? This other woman? Ben, maybe you better go over to the hospital. No, it's my, my conscience is killing me. I, I shouldn't have got married. I, I never should have done this to her. Give me a smoke, will you? I'll buy another pack. Oh, well, here's a, here's a quarter. Oh, save it. I've I got to call her. You can't. She's still in the delivery room. Oh, yeah. Ben. Yeah? You're all mixed up. I am, huh? Yeah. Expert, huh? Randy Stone, advice to a loved one, huh? Oh, sit down, Ben. People are looking. Well, let them look. Don't get so understanding with me, Buster. See, I'm just the same as you. I got problems, too, so don't get so big and understanding. It's no business of yours. Okay, Ben. The drink's spilling on your shirt. Well, it's my shirt and let it spill. What do you know about me? Nothing. You haven't got the slightest idea what I feel inside here, do you? No, none at all. I was sitting at my desk trying to write a few words. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me give you a small idea of what I feel deep inside. Now, I want you to get this picture. My wife is always home. Waiting for me. Waiting for me to get home. Got to be home by six. Six o'clock on the schnozola. Well, you know, sometimes I don't like to get home by six o'clock. Sometimes I like to have a couple of beers and get home later than six o'clock. Sit down. I'll stand. If you don't mind. Now, where was I? You were coming home late. Well, sometimes that's what a man wants to do is come home late. Oh, and she's so smart, this Hilda. This great wife of mine, she's... Real smart cookie, you know. She knows better than to give me a big lecture, so she just looks at me with a big smile and serves dinner to me. But I know what she's thinking. And she knows I know what she's thinking. And she makes that point. But I can't say anything because she won't argue with me. Uh-huh. You know what? Why? I'm a bachelor type. Well, maybe the boy will make a difference. Thought about a name for him? No. Oh, come on, Dan. Something wrong with me, huh? Now, you're loaded. Now, think of a good name for the boy. I'll name him Zilchman. Now, that's a good name, Zilchman Troy. He'll be out playing with the boys, and he'll go get on the back porch, and she'll scream, Zilchman, supper's ready, Zilchman. My kids will nickname him Zilchy. And in class, the teacher will call the role Zilchman Troy, and the kids will laugh. And the army in the Ninth World War, the sergeant will call out Private Zilchman Troy, front and center. Uh, a good name? Uh, what about Philip? That's too common. Nothing common for my kid. Well, name him after me. Randy Troy? Uh, lousy. Come on. Where to? Hospital, of course. All right, come on. Never mind. I don't need nobody. I can make it. You'll fall flat on your face. I can make it. Okay. See you later. So long. You're hurt, Ben. I slipped. You're all right. I'm drunk. Give me a hand. Yeah. Up you go. Yeah. Well, that floor is deep. And getting deeper. Come on. 
Zilchman, Zilchman, give me a great big kiss. I'm half crazy over the love of you. Hospitals. Look at the magazines they got in the father's waiting room. Vogue, 1928. Yeah? Hey, Randy, look at that guy. He's nervous. He's biting his nails. Nasty habit. Yeah, give me a cigarette. That's two packs, even. No, I think I'm beginning to sober up. That's good. I feel sick of him before. That's how I know. Good. Randy? Yeah? You hate me. Hate you? No, despise me, think ill of me. Well, not particularly. Do you like me? I like you, Ben. I like you, too. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. You're all right. Thank you. Uh, listen, you, you, you won't tell Hilda anything about what I told you, huh? That's not my job, Ben. Yeah, silence. Mom's away, huh? Well, I'm not keeping your secrets, Ben, and I'm not blabbing them either. That's right. It's very proper. Just stay out of it. Just what I intend to do. <laughs> ah, Hilda's lovely, isn't she? She's very nice. She's refined, calm. Never gets excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a house phone. I'm, I'm going to call the doctor. Go to it. Uh, Dr. Weiss, please. Don't you want to light your cigarette? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, hello, doctor. How is she? Transfusion. Well, well, doctor, let me. For sure, we got the same type of blood. Why not? What? A blood runner. Well, listen, I... Hello? Hello? He hung up on me. How about that? He wouldn't let me give her blood. He said that there was... There's too much alcohol in it. I can't even give my own wife a little blood. Why? Because I'm too weak to stay sober. But don't worry about it, Dave. We got the same blood held on me. H4. Or is it R6? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. R6. Or something like that. Come on for a walk, Ben. Transfusion. She's dying. Come on. Don't figure that me. Let me alone. I'm miserable. All right, you win. I wonder who he is. Who? The blood donor. Some guy. I don't like the idea. What? Some strange guy. His blood and my wife. I, I don't want some strange guy's blood in my wife. Ben. Yeah. How about some coffee? Randy? Yeah. Randy, I'm going to be different. I'm going to change. You'll see. You'll see a change guy. No more drinking, no more smoking, no more coming home late. I'm I'm going to make myself over right now. And uh, about that woman, I'm going to tell her everything. Total confession. Fine. Yes, sir. Now, give me the phone. What for? Don't argue. Give me the phone. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't a gentleman. Please, Randy, would you mind handing me the phone? Thank you. Pleasure. I'm going to... Which, which end do I... Oh. Uh, that's going to be hard to do, but it, it's willpower. From here on, a brand new man. Brand new. Uh, hello, hello, operator. Get me Lincoln 90576. Thank you. You know, I feel different already. I, I suddenly realized, Randy, that I love my wife. Oh, the truth is wonderful. For the first time in my life, I... Hello? Uh, 
Oh, hello, my girl. Oh, all right. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm with a friend of mine. Uh, in the hospital. No, no, I'm all, I'm all right. Yeah. It's, uh, my wife. Yeah, you heard me, my wife. Well, I lied to you, I am married. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't blame you if you never saw me again, but I want you to know that I just couldn't go on lying like that to you, and I want... Well, now, wait a minute. I... Now, wait a... Listen, which... Hey, I... She told me to... You heard me? Very good. I feel better. Ben. Young. What about the others? What? The rest of them. Well, isn't that enough for one night? You're asking the question. It's enough for one night. You can't do everything in one night. Uh-huh. Okay, give me the phone. It's right there. Operator, give me the YWCA. To Earth, human. You're thinking it, say it. Let he who was without sin hurl the first stone. I feel better already. You should. You realize what I did? What I sacrificed? I think so. For the sake of a permanent relationship with a good woman? Right. You come home at night, tired, six o'clock. She meets you at the door with a great big kiss and... There's dinner on the table. Rib roast and apple dumplings and the kids are there, the twins. And you take them in your arms and you give them a big hug and you sit down to eat and talk about the day's happenings. And it's a wonderful life. Yep. Yeah. Better than the Rolling Stone bachelor life. That's the ticket, Ben. Nah. What's the matter? That's movie marriage. All right, what's marriage? I'll tell you what marriage is. You come home at night late, and she meets you at the door, and you say you're late. She pecks you on the cheek, the dinner's cold, the kids are there, and the food's missing in the mouth. Oh, no, I'm ben. trapped, Randy. I can't get out of it now. Before the babies, I could have got out of it, but not now. I'm trapped. I got twins. A baby's in her for the rest of my life. I can't face it, Randy. I can't face it. Ben. Yeah. The nurse, she's waving at you. Huh? She wants you. Me? You. Me? Well, well, come on. I'll wait here. No, come on. He followed the nurse to a door. She opened the door and stepped to one side, and he stood there for a moment, looking in. He walked over to the bed. She smiled at him, and two wrinkled, red-skinned babies lay beside her, snuggled close to her cheek. And Ben stood there and stared with wonderment. Twins. How about that? Twins. Oh, Randy, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> Not bad, huh? Pretty good, huh? I told her. It's okay. It's okay, honey. It's very good. Twins. She gave him her hand and he bent down to kiss her. I walked out and closed the door. And I went home. Thank you.
of a story? No, not by a long shot. That was two years ago. Ben still comes home late. He still likes beer. You can see him around the office teasing the girls we keep around the city room. There are poker nights and stag parties and conventions in the lodge. But if you pass by his desk, you'll see the family portrait. A man and a woman holding a pair of twins. One boy and one girl. My personal opinion? Well, Ben and Hilda are going to be together a long, long time. <laughs> Copy, boy. Night Beat, starring Frank Lovejoy, is produced and directed by Warren Lewis, edited by Larry Marshall. Tonight's transcribed story was written by David Ellis with music by Robert Armbruster. The part of Ben was played by Bill Conrad. Don Rickles speaking. Frank Lovejoy can currently be seen co-starring with Doris Day and Danny Thomas in Warner Brothers' I'll See You in My Dreams. Three chimes mean good times on NBC. Saturday morning means Mind Your Manners, the program designed to bring teenagers tips of dating, manners, and morals, and presided over by Alan Ludden, Young America's favorite advisor. Then later enjoy drama on the Somerset Mom Radio Theater. And starting Saturday, January 5th, Vaughn Monroe joins NBC. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. This is Andrea J. Graham, author of the Web Surface series. Oh, and a man's wife. You're listening to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. Welcome back. Obviously, there have been a lot of cultural changes since uh, this episode was released in 1951. For example, there are very few women who would be tolerant of their husband getting plastered in a bar while they're in the middle of delivery. Today, that's just simply not done. But I think the episode does get to into some ideas and concepts that new fathers today could definitely identify. The feeling of inadequacy to the task, but also the need to become a better man, are really themes that come through the entire program. It's also really a good episode from an acting standpoint. Most of this constitutes what the British call a two-hander. It's just a uh, Frank Lovejoy and William Conrad, two uh, great actors playing off each other throughout the story. Now to listener comments and feedback. Robert writes, Adam, I love the podcast. Thank you for the hours and hours of entertainment. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your comment, Robert. And that will do it for today. Join us tomorrow as we get underway with Rocky Fortune. And then next Monday, we'll be back with another episode of Nightbeat. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives. And check out our growing YouTube archive, youtube.greatdetectives.net. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.